The questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. Ladies and gentlemen, today we have a truly special guest returning to our program. A man whose extraordinary experiences have captivated the UFO community and captured the attention of government officials, researchers, and individuals from all walks of life. First featured on Veritas Radio in 2013, his initial interview has since become a classic in our archives. Now, a decade later, we are excited to welcome back the remarkable Chris Bledsoe. In 2007, Chris's life took an, in, an unexpected and dramatic turn. As a devoted family man and successful business owner, he was on the brink of despair after losing everything in the financial crisis and suffering from a debilitating chronic illness. It was during a fishing trip along the Cape Fear River that Chris experienced an encounter that would forever change his life and the lives of those around him. As Chris cried out to God for help, a UFO suddenly appeared, curing him of his illness and setting him on a path of awe-inspiring experiences, spiritual awakening, and transformation. This initial encounter led to a series of enigmatic events involving everything from remote, view remote viewing and an assassination plot against the Pope to healing the son of a powerful Washington, D.C. insider. Chris's incredible journey has attracted the interest of U.S. government, CIA, NASA, MUFON, and a network of professors known as the Invisible College. In this riveting interview, we'll delve deeper into Chris's story, exploring the implications of his encounters and the profound impact they've had on his life and the lives of those around him. As we discuss the fascinating relationship between UFOs and God, we invite you to join us on this extraordinary journey and ponder the mysteries that lie at the intersection of spirituality and the unexplained. So buckle up and get ready for a thrilling conversation that will leave you questioning the nature of reality and contemplating the possibilities that lie beyond our understanding. Stay tuned as we welcome back Chris Bledsoe to the show and embark on a wild and enthralling exploration of the unknown. Welcome to Veritas. If this is your first time listening, welcome home. To access tonight's full interview and all of our exclusive material, simply join the Veritas Plus family by clicking on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. And while you're there, don't forget to check out the Veritas store for a range of great products, including focused life force energy. Experience the power of FLFE with a 15-day free trial today. No credit card required. We're excited to announce the launch of our brand new Veritas Plus Insider, your source for exclusive news and insights you won't find anywhere else. If you're looking to get in touch with Mel, have a guest suggestion, or would like to provide feedback, simply click on the contact button on our website. So sit back, relax, and enjoy tonight's show. And now, here's your host, Mel Hasselrick. Chris Bledsoe has been profoundly transformed by a series of extraordinary encounters. With a deep-rooted faith in God, Chris has dedicated his life to understanding the meaning behind his experiences and the increasing frequency of these extraordinary events. As a passionate truth seeker, Chris strives to maintain an open mind, engaging with others who question the nature of our existence and the mysteries that surround us. He is particularly interested in exploring the intricate relationship between human consciousness, faith, and UFO phenomena. 
seeking to reconcile these seemingly disparate realms in his own life and the lives of others. Driven by the insatiable desire to answer the age-old question, are we alone? Chris tirelessly pursues knowledge and understanding, continually pushing the boundaries of conventional thought. His genuine curiosity and willingness to engage with those who challenge the status quo have made him a respected figure within the UFO and spiritual communities. And directly from North Carolina, I would like to welcome Chris Bledsoe. Hello, Chris, and welcome back to Veritas. How are you? Uh, Mel, I am uh, so glad to be back. I'm, I'm honored, and it's been a long time. I mean, what, almost uh, 10 years now, but I am doing well, and so is my family, and I'm just glad to be here. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure, Chris. I consider you a friend. And, you know, after finishing your book today, I noticed something. You have not deviated an ounce. You have not deviated an inch from all the things you and I discussed. And just so, so that people know, if anybody's listening to this interview today, I would encourage you to listen to our interview from 2013 because we're going to leave a lot outside of today's interview because I don't want to sound repetitive and I value Chris's time. But Chris and I met in 2013 in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. We were invited by a gentleman with the name of Larry Freshella, who happens or he used to be a, a member of, of our program here, a subscriber. And he called me and wanted to invite me to that event with 200 of the who's who in the field, scientists, people from all walks of life. And it wasn't until the second or third night, I believe it was, James Fox literally grabbed me by the arm and said, I need you to come and meet this gentleman and his wife. And he introduced me to Chris and said, you ought to interview Chris. I think that was one of the first interviews that you ever did, Chris, right? Yeah, it sure was. Um, and really one of the last. I did very few after that until 2019 or 2020. I actually started back doing a few then. But why is that, Chris? Days. Why is that? Because as we're going to be discussing many of the people that we mutually know, Dr. Diana Pasolka, uh, Grant Cameron. In fact, today I did a search on my email to see if I had any emails from Grant when he stayed at your home. And I found a bunch of them, including the transcripts of the regression hypnotherapy that I'd like to discuss with you, too. So many things happen after well, yeah, um, you know, but before I met you, there was a period, and it's in the book, you read about this, there was five years that we called Five Years of Darkness, which was extreme criticism and being ostracized by the community and my children picked on. And and so um, that, that uh, changed suddenly in 2012 and I met you right after that event, and and then I began to meet a lot more serious people within the government. They came from all places, and basically, not in the shell. I was advised to um, to not talk a lot if I could, uh, or not attend these UFO um, these events and these shows because they didn't want me. Uh, taking on 
someone else's uh, story. If, if it makes sense, what they told me was, you know, you're 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 totally um, clean right now. In other words, you have no outside influence, and we'd like for you to stay that way. And if you do, if you work with us, uh, we'll let you in on some things, and you just got to be quiet about it. And so that changed my destination or my direction to. Um, to working with different scientists and getting to go places and and be with some very important people. It's been it's been a great thing. And I just kind of kept it quiet and didn't say anything. And not even though I had severe criticism from family or friends, I still I wanted to grab them and say, if you only known where I was last week, I was in D.C. last week or. Uh, different things. I just had to just be quiet, and that's why I was that way. Well, it's understandable. You live in the middle of the Bible Belt, and you know it's it's customary for them to doubt. They think that have they told you that they think this could be a work of Satan? Oh yeah, that's what was the. You know, when I came home in 07, January the 8th, 07, and I started talking about this, I, my Crohn's disease was gone. Uh, I was, uh, it, although it scared us and scared my son, you know, I was crying out. I was ready to leave this world at that time. I'd lost everything, and my health was bad, and at 46, and, and these UFOs came, balls of fire. But when I come home telling this, even though I was praying and I was seeking help, that was Satan himself. And so they brought holy water to my house and more than once and um, just didn't want to believe us and wanted to say, you know, you tell my children, your dad's playing with the devil. And so it caused a lot of problems, Mel, with the family. And for five years, it was like that or more, still like it for a lot of you know, for a lot of them are still that way. It's sad, but. I've been reading a lot of the reviews that people are giving you on Amazon and some videos out there from serious, serious people. And I'm, 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 I'm not surprised because I know, and I trust your story. It's one of the most convincing stories I've ever had the, the pleasure of, of, of listening to and investigating, but the people are really, really, taking your story and and making and giving the credit that it deserves, Chris. I appreciate that, Mel. Yeah, I'm amazed myself. You know, when I turned this thing loose, uh, I was I was really terrified how the public would react and the community and, and especially my community. And what has happened is it's overwhelmed me with just people being making the, the wonderful comments and sharing their hearts and and my community, my very community where I thought I had, I wanted to move out of town. But now I've got a lot of people from my very town that uh, are calling me and saying, I read your book. You know, I, I got to tell you my story. So it's overwhelming, uh, heartwarming for the whole family, my wife. Yvonne and all my children are, we're all, um, we're all so thankful. Do you think others in your community who have remained silent for a long time may have had similar experiences and you have given them the, 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 
the go to come out and see it? Absolutely. I had a, I've got a lady right now. She's just, she lived, she actually lives about a mile and a half on the river up uh, south on the Cape Fear River, right on the water from where it happened in 07. And she's been seeing orbs there um, and has never told us all. And now she's found a best friend, her family, her kids. They're like, uh, and it's incredible how many people are having experiences but never talk about it. I remember your story very well on the date, January the 8th of 2007, because that was two days after my daughter was born on Saturday. Yours was on a Monday, correct? Right. And I remember that. I remember your daughter being born. Um, you talking to me about it back then. And it was, yeah, this stuck out for me. This. So the people that may have not listened to our interview before, I just want to give them a couple of minutes of a recap you suffered the consequences, as I did too, as many other people who were in business with the financial crisis 2008. We have lost a lot, but particularly you, you were losing your health. Stress was consuming you. You had Crohn's disease, and then all of a sudden you get a call to, uh, I believe it was somewhere uh, in the coast of North Carolina to do a job with your son and some other colleagues and then you decided to take the afternoon off to go fishing, right? Give us a couple of minutes of a recap. Well, uh, what had happened was, you know, I was suffering sick and was unable to work for the longest time. And my dad convinced me, son, I, I got a job I want you to manage. I've got a crew of men working. They're going to build this house. And it was an hour and a half away. And so we took the job and I just kind of managed it. I would check on him and I was in bed most of the time, even down there. I'd come back and forth. But after four months the job was over and it was just before Christmas and um we knew we had to go back New Year's to finish to get the final check. The last the punch list had to be done. So I sent them back down on the uh second or third of January and on the eighth they called me and said, we got it all finished and the contractors give us your check and we'll we'll be home at lunch. And so that's kind of how it started that day. They brought the check home. And uh, of course, dad wrote them a check. There's their payroll and paid them. And they went off to the bank and called me because of um, not having to go out of four, town for four months or any longer, they were uh, ready to celebrate. So they said, hey, Buzz, can we go fishing today? We, we'd love for you to come. And of course, I had the only four-wheel drive truck, and that was, uh, I picked them all up and took them down in that old muddy Cape Fear River bottom that, that afternoon, and that's where it all started. How has your perspective on your experiences evolved since we last spoke in 2013, Chris? Honestly, um, I am totally blown away because the experience never stopped. And, and for the longest time, it was periodic. It would happen for a month at home. We had orbs appearing inside the house and orbs over the house. And, and it was like that. And, and until 2012, I couldn't ever share it with anybody. Nobody, um, uh, I could if if I had except for my family, my immediate family, my children. 
but I'd have people come and want to sky watch. We'd never see anything. But after 2012, that suddenly changed and it changed the direction of my life and uh, the ability to take photos and videos started then. And I can tell you right now, Mel, I've, uh, everybody, even government officials are blown away because I'm taking 25, 30, 40 videos in an afternoon every night it's not one night and they're ground level a lot of them i took 39 videos this week of orbs around me and my children so it's like incredible something's really happening and um and i have these these videos to 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 prove it you know it's crazy do these orbs communicate with you when they're going to be showing themselves so that you can capture in, in film yeah uh, i demonstrate that in fact dr john alexander wrote a book he came to my house you know I'm, he was at the gathering where yeah. you and i were mm -hmm. and um he came to my house in 2015 he and victoria and wanted me to take him down on the river in which emily and i did my daughter and um just about right after dark, we come back up to the car and watch the sunset really until the stars come out. And um, I told him, I said, John, they're here right now. And because I could hear them, they do communicate. They communicate telepathically. And I demonstrated that. I said, John, they're here. And within 10 seconds, it appeared above us and flew away. And so he wrote a book called Reality Denied, and the whole second chapter is about he and I and uh, Emily and Yvonne on that. Uh, and what was really striking to him, and he says this over and over, that uh, the, the temporal connection, how I knew in advance. And, um, but it's because they're talking to him. I can, I can hear them through this telepathic communication. It's really amazing, but it's like visions, like like I see my if I'm looking and talking, having a conversation with you, suddenly my my whole brain shifts into uh, the phenomenon. And it's like, hey, we're here right now. And I feel it. It's instantly that that sensation, that vision comes with the feeling. And that's how I know they're there. It's like they're outside sending a message and. I've shown that on film many times. In your new book, UFO of God, you discuss the increasing frequency of your encounters. What do you think is re the reason behind this? Well, I, I can tell you, and it's in the book in 2019, at the worst part of my sickness, I walked out my back door and I live in a little cabin on a pond. It's just a little 800 foot cabin on a, four acre pond and when I open the back door I'm right at the water six eight feet from the water where this brilliant orb appeared about three or four hundred feet up and came spiraling down through the down through the trees on the other side of the pond and it's bouncing up and down about 10 feet shifting from white to red to yellow and suddenly after sitting there a second um it starts towards me and I just dropped to my knees and um, I said, I'm not afraid. Um, you know, I'm not afraid. And it came up within 25 feet of me and I pulled my phone out and I fumbled through it and 
tried to film it, thought I was videoing it because I finally got there. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it because you don't want to believe. You want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.